Hello everyone, new year, new podcast, new opening theme, this is Warpath Reviews. Hope you had a Merry Christmas. Alphabet here along with my good friend Asvariel. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. How about you? Oh, you know, uh, everything can't be, can't be any worse, can't be any better. It's still the same. The uh, opening theme we have is actually uh, courtesy of Cybreed. That's a challenger off their upcoming album, God is an Automaton. And I really want to give them a uh, shout-out for that. That was very kind of them to give us permission to actually use that for an opening song. Yes, thank you, guys. We appreciate it. So, and I'll watch it. Once that album, once they give a release date to that album, I'm pre-ordering it. Yeah, I, I mean, I've I've listened to it too. They are really good, and I I can't wait to see stuff from from in the future. Yeah. So if you if you're actually if that song part we played intrigued you, you can actually find our homepage at Cybreed.com, their official website. Really good website. Anyways, about to be a new year, so. Asvario and I decided to uh, get together and throw a little expectation show of what we're all looking forward to in 2012. So this is going to get interesting, and I'm going to draw a little bit of criticism by saying I'm actually looking forward to Final Fantasy XIII too, because it couldn't possibly be as bad as some of the other things Square has cranked out recently. Well, I agree with you. Uh, Final Fantasy XIII was a really good addition to the Final Fantasy series, but... Uh, I'm not looking forward to the expansion to that series. They're not going. They're just trying to spin off like they did on Ten Two. If you if you know what Final Fantasy Ten is. Yeah. Well, I mean, we can, we can only hope that they learn not to make if they do decide to make a sequel to a sequel, which I don't even know how that's possible. We make. Anyways, but hopefully they've learned the lesson of okay, hey, if we're gonna make a spin off. We should probably actually make it good, not give them a big steaming pile of shit and say, here you go, it's a Final Fantasy game. <laughs> right. I agree with you. That would have totally on that one, man. So, what about you? Anything you looking forward to in 2012? I'm looking forward to Halo 4. Oh, Definitely. God. Did we have this debate last podcast? Yes, we did. But I'm actually wait- eager to see what it is because of what they're going to add to it, if they're going to try to revive a dead series. So so if we see, uh, like, who is making Halo 4? Is it still Bungie or...? Bungie? Um, I'm not really sure who's tagging with them yet. I apologize. Uh, I will do a little more research on that and get back with you. But I'm, I know for sure Bungie is continuing the series. Okay, so if we go to Bungie headquarters and we see them taking a... Defibrillators in there. We know they're trying to zap the series back to life. <laughs> right. Yeah. So uh, I'm actually uh, next three months is gonna be pretty busy for me. January, Final Fantasy 13 2. February, a little known game called Blades of Time. And I want to see. There's still a little known about it. I can't even tell you much about it. I just have this feeling, the same thing and feeling I had with Fear Three, that this game is going to go under the radar and it's going to be a good game. So I'm taking a chance on it. 
Then March comes Resident Evil Operation Raccoon City Collector's Edition, so I'm going to be busy in the next three months. Oh, you know what? That's another game I really can't wait for. The, they're bringing back Resident Evil, and I have not I have not honestly played it since 5, and I haven't got the, the pleasure to play the old ones because of uh, not having the game systems for them or anything, but I, from what I've heard, they are amazing, and I, just, I can't wait to play it, along with Halo 4, but... Yeah, and one, the, of the, one of the biggest complaints about Resident Evil, especially 5, was you can't walk back and aim, walk around and aim. They've actually fixed that. From what I've heard, they've actually fixed that here uh, in Operation Raccoon City. And Resident Evil, I mean, it first started out horror, then it came, became weird with 4, where you're walking through an area where zombies try to kill you with pitchforks, and you walk back through the same area later in the game, and somehow they figure out how to use rocket launchers. Then it got to 5, where it's just shoot them up, uh, which I don't have a problem with that, but I mean, I, I, mean, I kind of miss the old Resident Evils of, I'm going we'll to scare the crap out of you, you walk in the building and all of a sudden zombies come pouring through a door. So I mean, I, uh, man, I don't know, I mean, I'm kind of nervous about that game. I'm not sure how they're going to do with it. The the new Resident Evils? Is that what you're saying? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I You know, I agree with you. I hope that uh, Capcom can come back and finish strong and, uh, Maybe this is a year for revival. Maybe they're going to try to revive all of the old dead series and say, hey, look, we can make a good game. Let's show you that we can make a good game. Yeah, I mean, 3DS actually did that with Star Fox, Legend of Zelda, and they even did a good job with Resident Evil. From what I've read, the Resident Evil, uh, the Mercenaries on uh, 3DS was actually really good. So, I mean, it, it, it's definitely possible, and it's going to be uh, interesting to see what they do. Here comes an uh, interesting question. Is there anything you're not looking forward to in 2012? Wow, anything I'm not looking forward to? Um, the fact that there's going to be a lot of things that aren't really going to come out when they should. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, that's one of the parts of the game industry is... I mean, let's take Duke Nukem, for example. How many times was that pushback? I know, and... That's what I'm not looking forward to is these games that continue to be have a set date, but they find a reason to push it back. I mean, but I, I can sympathize with them because I know that when you go to make a game, you got to have all these things ready. And then it's a, it's a computer. Everything messes up. Things can change. But if you're going to put a set date on it, be like, okay, we're expecting it to be this day, but if something happens – this is the date that it could be. So that way you got, like, our gamers are, like, in our chair being crack addicts waiting for it. And then mm -hmm. the date comes, and they're like, oh, hey, guess what? We're going to punch you in the face. Yeah. I, I'm i really not looking forward to the next set of Madden games. I mean, I'm honestly not. I mean, at first, I mean, I remember it's pretty bad. I'd rather play Madden 2004 than most of the new Maddens out today. And, I mean, Madden 2010... Ugh. Madden 2011, okay, this ain't too bad. Madden 12, my buddy and I, who's also a reviewer at Game Industry News, we sat there and we played it and we're just like, oh my god, did we just waste money on this? I mean, did we seriously just waste hard-earned cash that we worked our asses off to get this thing? So, I mean, Madden has been sloping downhill so bad, it's not even funny anymore. I mean, at first we used to laugh at how bad it was. Well, I mean, I can't, I can't say much because I'm not a real big 
NFL, baseball, football, Xbox player. Mm-hmm. But I have heard from people that same thing, and I personally wouldn't shell out any money for a game that I can just simply go turn my TV on and watch. Yeah. Well, I mean, like like my buddy that we came out with the we used to have that problem where like we played NCAA. And we'd, we'd go at each other actually playing the game, and like he beat me 110 to 108, so we're just like, okay, yeah, this isn't challenging anymore. So leave it to me. I was like, I got it. On Madden, we'll start franchises. We'll fantasy draft, but pick no one in them, and just simulate games against each other to see who can build a better team objectively. <laughs> I like that. I like that. It, 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 it actually got pretty interesting, too. My buddy and I, we ended up facing each other in the playoffs, and I managed to beat him. I think I beat him 2 nothing. Simulating, and we just looked at each other. We're just like seriously. Ugh, man, that's why you should never drink vodka and play Madden. Bad things happen. Remember that, folks. Don't drink vodka and play Madden. But yeah, so I mean, 2012 still has a lot of question marks on it. And one of the things is, how are they going to follow games like Gears 3, Skyrim, and Battlefield 3? I mean, can 2012 stack up to that? Right. I don't think that 2012 is going to be able to, unless they can come out with a new series. A they're, they're reviving this series that they already have is fine, but 2011 was a badass pump out for all of the endings for all of these good video games, and now they're going to have to play catch up to <laughs> figure out ways to make 2012 a better year. Because as as much as gaming has gone up since the beginning of time, or whenever it started, probably since the beginning of time, uh, you gotta you got to keep going up, and if you just say, hey, look, 2012 is going to be a year where we're going to go back and we're going to fix all these games, we're going to sit here and be like, really? You're not going to put anything else out when you could obviously be making God knows what kinds of video games, and I believe that the most anticipated video games that need to come out, zombie games. There need to be more zombie games. Uh, I mean, the thing is, I mean, I, I do kind of disagree with the zombie thing, though, because there's only so much you can do before zombies get overrated. I mean, 9 out of 10 zombie games I find redundant and repetitive. The exclusions to that are Resident Evil, Sometimes, and Dead Island. Now, 2012, there's just no way in hell 2012 is going to stack up to this year. I mean, you you can't stack up to Battlefield 3, Gears of War 3, Fear 3, uh, Deus Ex... Uh, games like that, Skyrim, there's just no way. I mean, because it, it'll take these companies to at least another two years to crank out even a game remotely as good. And like you said, most of the good series have just ended. So that's why, I mean, in all honesty, I mean, you might find some under-the-radar games. That's why I'm taking my chance on with Blade at the time. But if you're expecting gold this year, I I doubt it. You might Now, you might find plenty of gold-plated piles of shit, but those are the ones you really got to stay clear for. <laughs> yeah. Avoid them. So I mean, it's uh, it's it, it still remains to be seen. Uh, so you actually been playing Dead Island? Is it actually did it find a way to revolutionize zombie games? Yes, it did. I found that I haven't got really far into it, but from what I've been playing it with, they have definitely revolutionized the zombie thing. I know that the uh, like. Uh, all the other zombie games, like Resident Evil, uh, Left 4 Dead, things like that, they've, they're have they boxy. They're not really trying. They're just going through the motions. And this video game is an RPG zombie game. You go through and you do quests to save all these people. And while you're doing it, you get to beat people's heads in. 
And I mean, it's, I mean, I haven't personally got a chance to play it because, I mean, I had the choice of getting that or Skyrim, and I was just like, uh, I'll take Skyrim. But, which, as it predicted, it was really fun, and nothing, for some reason I feel happy hitting someone in the head with a mace, I don't know why. But as you'll find out, as you, if for anyone new to this podcast, we, we'll get off on random tangents. We, we don't come in here with a script, we don't come in here, we, like, I'll talk to some, my uh, guests, before the show and just say, hey, want to do this kind of show? Ah, sure, why not? We just we just go with it from there. I mean, so we'll get off of some really random-ass tangents. I mean, what was it, the Halo Collector's Edition? We Somehow we got off on talking about Gears of War and other stuff like that. Yeah. So it's, it, it definitely gets interesting, but like I said, I mean, that's why, that's why this podcast was started, was gamers just saying what they feel, how they feel about it, and it, there's, you've noticed it. There's no need to be censored, stuff like that. I mean, we just get on here, we say what the hell we want to say. Right. And I feel that that's what it's needed. Uh, a little bit of fun, a little bit of action, a little bit of drama, and some blood, sweat, and tears. And a little bit of side read. And a little bit of side read, that's right. Thank you right. guys, again. Yeah, and like you said, I mean, we're, we really appreciate you guys actually, uh, read giving us the, the permission to use this song. Which does not mean you can use it for your thing, just because we are. We ask permission, we can prove we got permission. So don't even think about saying, oh, I'm going to use this for my little YouTube show. Not without their permission. If not, I will come in there, I will find you, and I will hit you in the knee with a tire iron. <laughs> unless you're, unless you're in uh, some place out in the Midwest that is isolated, I might not have the gas to go get you guys. But I will find somebody. <laughs> It definitely won't be me, man. I don't got the best either, so we'll have to just go through a little uh, black book and find something. this economy. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh. It, it takes money out of beating the crap out of people anymore. Well, but, I'm... yeah, I mean, this, I mean, that's, I mean, we really hope you guys, we hope everyone likes this podcast, and like I said, you'll find out later on, especially once we actually hit a, talk about a bad game that came out, or a game that uh, we were disappointed about you you will it'll get pretty colorful because i mean like in all honesty i mean like the game brink i actually pre-ordered that i had the money i'm like okay brink it looks all right it looks all right this one guy kept recommending me re recommending it saying hey it looks like it's going to be amazing you know and in all honesty i mean i just wanted to find i wanted to find the guy who told me that i just wanted to take a giant shit right on his desk I am dead serious. That game was so god awful. I got that at the midnight launch. As soon as GameStop opened next morning, I traded it back in. I see. I haven't played uh, any of those kinds of video games, but so you're going to be the expert on this one. You said it's real bad. Do you think in 2012 they're going to try to do something about that, or are they just going to say, "Ah, whatever, forget it"? Well, trust me. If any game company is in the right mind, they're not going to attempt a sequel to Brink. <laughs> that would. Uh, that wouldn't that wouldn't sell like gold or platinum. It'd sell brown. That's how bad <laughs> it was. I mean, it's it, it, oh god, it was ridiculous. But 2012. I mean, I think 2012 might be able to break even with 2011, if or maybe be slightly below 2011. I just don't see it surpassing it. Not with all the blockbuster games that hit. No, definitely not. I think that. All these Platinum of the Year games that have just come out, they're going to be here for a long time. And if any year after this year can surpass, it's going to be pretty damn hard to do so. In my, 
personally, especially I know I've talked about a lot uh, in our future, our past podcasts about MMOs. I know that there's not a lot of good MMOs out anymore because they've all cranked them out from the start, and then now they're just dead. And not saying that they're they're dead to the people, but they're just not going to make anything else. They're just going to try to redo it and try to make it better, but they're not going to put anything else out. That's yeah. what I'm afraid of happening to the console games. There's going to be one badass year, and then five years there's going to be nothing. Everybody's going to be like, what the hell just happened? And I mean, we're already starting to see a little bit of complacency in other parts of the industry. I mean, Call of Duty's a uh, good example. I mean, I, I haven't played Modern Warfare 3, but I know a bunch of buddies who have. I mean, I'm friends with a bunch of Army guys, Marine guys. All of them are playing it, and I'm like, hey, what do you think of it? They're like, well, it was pretty much just a uh, revamped version of Modern Warfare 2. So, I mean, that's why Battlefield 3 has done so well. It's kind of, it was all new and just, look at this, this game's badass. Right. They didn't try to go from Battlefield 2 and say, hey, we're just going to make a better game. No. They went back and they said, look, we're going to kick your ass. <laughs> so, I mean, that, and that's what the game industry needs. And in all honesty, I mean, we're starting to see some of the, uh, we're starting to see, like, the game companies kind of, certain companies, like, Square, I think Square, in all honesty, I mean, I know we'll probably get some hate mail for this. Square, I think, is actually trending uphill. Because in all honesty, I look at Final Fantasy XIII, I'm like, okay, it's not as bad as twelve, not as bad as uh, the online eleven that I've heard. I'd rather play thirteen than ten. I'd rather play it than nine. Eh, eight is a special place in my uh, heart for eight. So I mean, I'm like, okay, yeah. So Square's trending upwards. EA, I think EA's going downhill. EA's just and uh, EA is just, gonna, just trying to say, I hell with it. We'll just crank out a game and we're good to go. I mean, the, I think personally that the only reason EA still exists is because football players and baseball players and golf players still exist. That's the reason why people want to play it. It's because it's got this guy in it that they know who played in football and he's going to be in the video games. So let's buy it. Well, not That's the only reason. Not necessarily. I mean... Among the piles of turds laying around with EA's brand name on it, you like every now and again. I mean, Need for Speed used to be a really good game. I mean, EA used to crank out a decent Need for Speed game once in a very great while. Uh, and then other than that, they just decided to just say, ah, hell, we'll just put a couple nice shiny cars in there, put Need for Speed on it, and sell it. Or we'll make Need for Speed Circuit Racing. Yeah, they they really messed it up with that one. That's why I kind of I love Need for Speed. I used to play it back when it was the first one. Yeah. Chasing with the old first Camaro or the uh, Corvette against the cops, and I'm like Billy Badass. And now oh, yeah. they got all these Lamborghinis and shit out, and it's just pointless. Well, no, I mean because deep down inside we all want to take a giant Maserati for 240 miles an hour outrunning the pigs, but. The thing is, we we don't want to take like, these big, fast Maseratis, or in my case, Lancers. I'm a big Lancer guy, and drive them around a circuit. If we wanted to do circuit racing, we'd buy NASCAR. Thank you. Thank you. I've been saying that since it's been released, and nobody's been agreeing with me. I'm so glad that somebody else feels the same way I do. Which, I mean, in all honesty, I mean, I have actually known people who say that they watch NASCAR for the racing. Yes, and I watch porn for the acting. You're a liar. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, so you're finding some. Uh, it's. I'll, I'll pull some random references out, and it's one of the things that can I mean. No one watches NASCAR for the racing. I don't even watch NASCAR for the racing. I watch NASCAR for the crashes. Right. I mean, 
I have, I'm not personally a NASCAR racer. If I was any kind of guy, I'd be a guy that watches football, high state. But my, I just, I can't see the point in making a video game about running around a damn circle. Yeah. Now, like I said, football, I mean, if you really actually use your brain, you can actually have a little bit of fun with football games. And besides, I mean, sometimes I'm just like uh, watching it's going, <laughs> like some guy, like my buddy throws a ball to his receiver, his receiver's about to get a touchdown, my guy just spears him, knocks his ass into the ground. I just want to go, I sit there and go, <laughs> knock your ass out. <laughs> but, I mean, there's a little bit of fun with that. Right, well, I mean, to have a little smarts to play video game, I think that we've all kind of gone away with that. The, we are all kind of mindless zombies when it comes to video games. We all want one thing. If we can pick up a controller and kill something, it is good enough for us. Not a lot of people like the fact that you got to actually do something with a video game. For example, Alan Wake. Total mindfuck. Throughout the whole game, if you're not into sci-fi, fiction, mindfuck, video games, slash books, don't even buy it. Because you will get so mind raped. <laughs> exactly. Well, everyone, thanks for joining this podcast. You can find... Our email address, our email addresses are on our Podbean site. That's warpathreviews.podbean.com. The main at warpathreviews at gmail.com, which is how you can get a hold of me, is on there, as well as as Variel's uh, email address is on the information site. Just click, find our site, click contact, and you can find us there. Please subscribe, put other people, let other people know about us. We really enjoy listeners, and have them leave comments, fan mail, or anything related. And hey, if you give us some, we will mention it. We will try to mention it on one of our future shows. So, hope you guys enjoyed. Yes. Peace out, guys. <laughs>